Living in the shadows, apparently my apartment needs more lighting. As night approaches, I look to the ceiling and notice a distinct lack of dramatic lighting. No searchlights beaming down like I'm under arrest for breaking into my own apartment. No intense, creepy flickering that could be mistaken for a poltergeist. No bold flashes of thunder to announce my presence. Not even a romantic candle glow to remind me that I'm still living alone. This room is dimmer than my wits after far too many hours of travel. <sighs> I heave an impatient sigh as I know I must shed some light on the issue. Seeing as my pitiful phone speakers aren't up to the task of spreading suitable music throughout the room, I decide to kill two birds with one stone and purchase a combination lamp, Bluetooth speaker, and shelf. Correction, three birds. The third one never saw it coming. The lamp speaker shelf arrives and I quickly realize I am no match for the task of assembling it. This is not a concern, however, as I have already foreseen this outcome. My loyal sister and her trusted companion are already on their way. She possesses a gift for organization, and he is skilled in the art of assembly. Their visit is a wonderful moving-in present, not solely due to the joy of their presence. Wow, it's kind of dark here, she notes, hours before sunset. We should probably build the lamp first. I nod, remaining stationary. That is not my expertise, and I've delegated responsibility to the person who knows how to construct without causing a collapse. The lamps built and the nights spent, we rest until the non-artificial light greets us. Among the day's excursions are a trip to goodwill. Look at this lamp, my sister calls me over with glee. Just like the one in Pixar. That's cute, but I don't really need another lamp. You should buy it, she says, her tone firm but not overbearing. It's a good deal, and you can always use more light. I defer to the wisdom of one who has moved several times and seems to be competent at this mystery of adulting. Several days later, after their stay is over and their work completed, my aunt makes a visit. She comes bearing gifts of her own. She's always clearing something out or passing something on, and given how little I have in the way of household goods, it's a common occurrence that she doesn't mind parting with something I'd appreciate. Today's contribution is mason jars with fairy lights. Each jar has a solar panel and a lid, a convenience that makes the contribution even sweeter. Since the floor lamp and the desk lamp tend to dissipate partway through the room, I decide these fairy lights might be just what I need to not have supper in shadows. This works brilliantly, except that the lighting is weaker than an actual fairy, assuming fairies are as strong as a human would be at that size. The only things with less power than the fairy lights are the batteries, which last for the few minutes it takes to set my place, then plunge the room into renewed darkness. I return them to the windowsill as worthy of decoration, but perhaps unworthy of a seat at the table. A few weeks later, I spy with my appraising eyes a lamp that would work wonderfully for my table. It fits with my starving artist, but not actually starving, look at this lovely dinner aesthetic. I install it and am soon eating in both style and awareness of what my food looks like. More time passes and I continue to acclimate. I run as little light as possible, attempting to be a responsible consumer of electricity, but still leaving some room for comfort. My aunt brings another basket of delights, this one containing a corded lamp with a beautiful Edison bulb that flaunts its filaments. I leave it in the box for the moment. My parents are coming soon, and I trust their installation efforts much more than my own. When my parents arrive, they are baffled at how shady the place is. In their minds, it's dark enough for a back-alley deal where nobody can read the numbers on the bills of their ill-gotten gains. On hall light, on shelf light, on desk light, on kitchen, on cord light, on table, on bright acquisition— I wince a little and resist the urge to reach for my sunglasses. 
Eyewitness reports claim the room remains in a status of insufficient lighting. Recommendation, procure the bathroom bulbs, the ones so dazzling they need a light channel, and execute a clandestine operation to substitute them for the living room lights that are underperforming. Results, resident appears to be suffering from flash blindness due to the sudden influx of unexpected luminance. All other parties are satisfied. I now own more lights and brighter bulbs than I had ever considered displaying in this living room. And yet, I must admit it is prudent to prepare for guests who find my default draws them into obscurity. I type this at midnight, illuminated only by the laptop and monitor at their most efficient, the shelf lamp at its most dim, and the moonlight at its most ominous, all while surrounded by a collection of unused lamps. Perhaps I did get that dramatic lighting after all.